are back once again. <clears throat> it's the Night Show Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Poe. And uh, we on episode, what is this, uh, 225 right now. So we're doing pretty good. Um, we didn't have an episode last week because we had a bonus. So um, we apologize for that. You know how it goes sometimes. But um, we're back. We're going to do something good today. We got two special guests with a situation that I got on my e- my DMs this morning, actually. And uh, they actually requested these two guests. So if you're in Atlanta, shout out. Y'all love you. Keep listening. Let's go ahead and get into the vibe of the day. That's French Montana, by the way, y'all. Out of Your Mind featuring Sway Lee and Chris Brown. Pretty dope song for the summertime. So let me go ahead and tell y'all what happened. <clears throat> In my DMs, I received a, 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 like a video. It was like little clips about this guy named Rico. And he was out here telling another woman in a group of like six, seven people how he felt about what women bring to the table. And then he asked, what do you bring to the table? And it, it got reckless. So um, I'm going to go ahead and call the first guest up real quick because he's waiting. Let's see. He should be about ready. Mills. What's going on, man? How you doing? Can't complain, man. Feeling good, trying to live good. Trying you know to, how that goes. Hey, I do, bro. I do. Y'all, this is DJ Deuce Mills, Larry Milliken, all in Charlotte. This is my guy. Y'all heard him on the bonus episode about, about I want to say, like, was it like four episodes ago? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. So, you know, um, Mills, you already know what we're talking about. Uh, yes, the uh, relationship just based off finances. Based off finances, you are correct, sir. Now, you're the first one up, but the other person isn't up here yet. I'm about to call them right now, so I know you're ready to talk, so let me go ahead and call them. Uh-huh. Let me see here. Hello. Can y'all hear me? I can hear you. You can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. 
Mills, you can hear me too? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So I was just telling everybody, you know, that the clip that I was listening to this morning was a guy named Rico with the dangly earring. That's what all, all that's what everybody keep calling him, the dangly earring man. And he was talking about what do you bring to the table? Um I think he has some points about what he actually he had a lot of points. What what does the woman bring to the table? And you guys were requested to come up here, so let's let's clap that up real quick. That's a real thing. And uh, we're gonna start with a list. The ladies first. You know that means we we we're gentlemen. We're scholars. Alyssa, if you want to tell us how you feel, as no, I'm sorry. Matter of fact, this is Alyssa, everybody. Let's let's cut that too. I forgot to introduce her. Give her a long clap, Alyssa. Alyssa, hello. I'm here. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead and tell us how you feel on the subject. Well, I just first want to say I watched the clip. I was unimpressed. <laughs> like I just thought he was rambling and basing that off of his own personal experiences, which is never cool to generalize people. I mean, that's extremely offensive. Um, but as far as the whole talk of what do you bring to the table, what do people have to offer, et cetera, et cetera, I just think the whole concept is dumb. If you are outwardly having that conversation with someone that you're pursuing or you're interested in, you already took that L. Mm. Like, anytime you need to come to somebody's face and straight up ask them, what do you bring to the table, or if that's constantly running in the back of your mind, you already don't have the proper discernment to decide whether or not you should be with that person. Therefore, if that's your constant thought process, you probably should move on because you're not in it for the right reason. Mm. So, so I like that. That's, that's, that's good. That's good. And you are right. I think, uh, yeah, if you constantly got to ask yourself, what, what do they bring to the table? You shouldn't be talking to that person. Because it's either they haven't shown you or you don't believe it. That's how I feel. With a lot of people these days. So, Mills, what you got? I actually have to 100% agree with her. Um, I do think that honestly, it's a stupid question. And I think, like, a lot of the things that we do with as far as, like, relationships and all the way to marriage goes, we base that off of a lot of old school um, uh, methods and rituals and traditions. But what we don't do is we make sure that we don't take the entire tradition with us forward. We're picking and choosing what parts of it that we want to bring forward, and it's causing some issues. So Mm -hmm. I think that the whole conversation of what do you bring to the table kind of wraps back into gender roles, which is a very touchy topic depending on who you ask. So it kind of, I think it kind of goes back with that. Like if you're asking, like I guess as me as, oh yeah, I would say from my experience or the women that I've heard ask or even ask me, like what am I bringing to the table? You know, I think it kind of goes with the gender role of they're asking me, what am I going to bring to the table as a provider? And with 
today's age, the women are a lot more independent and can do a lot more than they have been in the past. You have a lot of guys that feel that they can ask that now to say, well, I'm doing all of this. And I was raised like you to know that women have the right to go get a job, to buy property, to vote, to have a system of live on their own. They don't have to have a man to do any of that. So since you're Miss Independent, what are you bringing to the table? Because I hear you over here saying you want to be equal. So in my, you know, so as a guy, I'm over here saying that, yeah, so if we're equal, what are we both bringing to the table? But realistically, they say that, but they don't know that. Because right, right. Those guys that ask that question, like if she comes to the table and says, oh, well, I bring six figures, he's going to feel some type of, like there's a good chance he's going to feel some type of way, especially if he doesn't make that. So it, it's just like they're at, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like we, they have, the people that I ask that, I think they just need to understand what they're really doing. Like, are you really trying to look for that old school relationship that, you know, your grandparents had where granddad did all the work and mom never set foot out the house? Like, that type of thing? Like, she knew her place? Like, that type of thing? So it, I think the best, like, I feel like the best thing you can just do instead of asking what are you bringing to the table is you make, that's not really the question you need to ask because what someone brings to the table today might not be what they even be able to bring to the table later. Because if we're going that route, if I'm bringing money, what happens if I lose my source of income? I'm not bringing that anymore. So now the original reason that she came, which was I was bringing X amount to the table, isn't there anymore. Now everything's in jeopardy. So that ends up circling back to how you can end up basing an entire relationship off of finances or off of what somebody else can give you, not necessarily what you both can do together. Yeah, I think your headphones is a, is, they're a little muffled, bro. All right, is that a little bit better? That's better. Yeah, that's better. You went in, a, little, okay. a little in and out that last little bit, but um, I got you. Oh, okay. As long as, as long as it was the last little bit, I ain't yeah, that... <laughs> <laughs> Now, Alyssa, you saw the clips. You saw the video. The whole video was like 18 minutes long. Do you agree with everything that she said? The main woman talking? Yes, I think her name was Erin. Yeah. Yes, I was listening to Erin, and I felt like some of it came across a little bit arrogant. But she's also speaking from a different perspective. She was a married woman. So as a married woman within her relationship, what they've already vowed to do, that's what she was speaking from. So I won't say that I agree or disagree because it's a different perspective. I'm not a married woman. So my perspective on it, me generally speaking, if this was me on that panel, I simply would have had different points of view. I don't look at a partner or a potential partner and say, what could this person do for me? You completely remove the whole basis of love and courting and getting to know someone and you remove the emotional and the feeling part from it because you're simply focused on what you can gain from this person. Whether she said it's cooking and cleaning and making a house into a home or whether it's financial. I feel like the problem with our generation and the generation coming up quickly behind us, the issue is that we're always looking to take, take, take from somebody as opposed to what is already there, which is the two human beings trying to interact and see if you're compatible. You don't even know exactly what you're looking for. So since you don't know what you're looking for, you automatically tie that to something that you can gain from. 
whether it's money, whether or not, oh, I can cook, I can clean, I can do this. Why are you making yourself an object, something that someone can use? That made no sense to me. I'm not going to sit here and tell a man I can cook, I can clean. That's a part of the whole package. But can I communicate? Can I comfort? Can I provide support? Can I provide love and a place of peace when this man comes home? None of that was said. And that was kind of irritating to me. None of that was said. (laughs) So true. And she was very, I mean, we right. She got a little, little arrogant, like, oh, I can buy a house and everything like that. And I'm like, the man asked you a simple question. You couldn't really answer that question. That's how I looked at it. Well, I didn't agree with, his name was Rico, right? I didn't agree with him either where he was like, oh, well, I can, you know, okay, sir, we understand you can go ahead and order HelloFresh and get your little 12 meals a week. That's cute or whatever. But that's, once again, you're lacking the purpose of actually getting a woman to cook for you and bond over those meals and those conversations. Like, I thought they were both wrong. Why are you sitting there trying to say, well, um, she can claim I can hire a maid? Are you kidding me? You could, but why? Not saying this woman is simply built for you so that she can clean, cook, and do all the other stuff, but why are you pretty much minimizing what she's saying? They were both very strong and wrong, in my opinion, well, personally. Well, okay, well, he, well, she said, I cook and I clean and I make a house a home. He didn't, he didn't put that on her. She said that. Yeah, but then the way he built off of that statement, you know, he was very defensive. Oh, well, I can do that. I can buy this. So, well, then go ahead and do it. You know, go ahead and get you a mail order, mail order bride as well since you're at it. Like, to me, that was just so defensive. And that's the problem. We're so quick to defend our actions and what we can and cannot do as human beings that we, once again, forget the basis of it. Why are you even seeking a partner if it's tick for tag? That's stupid. Miss, what you think, I think on that? Um, I think the way Rico was responding actually goes to what you were saying at, um, at first, Lisa, is that, um, you know, why are you coming, if, why are you or why are you leveling what you can do for somebody as simple as jobs like I can cook and I can clean? I feel like he was looking for more than that. That's why he was saying, well, I can go hire somebody to do that. So I'm not asking you what can you provide me? I, like you're you're providing me things that I can go that I already can go get as a service. So I don't want a service that I can go get. What are you offering me that I? What are you offering me that can't be bought? What are you offering me that's special? And that's where it would. I think that's where it would come to play with what you were saying earlier, which is well, I can come. You know, I can comfort you. I can be there for you, and I can provide you know X Y Z non tangible things. And yeah, uh, touch back on what you were saying before with our, our our generation, and unfortunately, the one right behind this generation Z, they're focused. You know, we're all more focused on tangible things. Like, what can you give? What can you give me that I can actually see? What can you give me that I can actually count, write down, add, subtract, whatever, whatever, whatever? Not what can you give me that I can't see, but it's just as important because if not more, because it's something I need to feel. And it's something that drives my emotions and drives my day-to-day and my consciousness and, you know, my actions and things of that nature. But I do agree that um, 
he's he and uh, Rico and Aaron both seem to have a strong mindset. Aaron definitely seems like she's speaking from a I've already been married perspective, and you could tell how it differs from her co-hosts who I don't believe are married. Um, because yeah, she was saying I can do that, or I not not can do that. I can do that, and I did that. You know, it's like yeah, you don't anymore because you're married. So that's what I'm trying to get. Like, what do you provide? And, like, what are you providing for your husband now? Like, do you really just wait? You know, like, do you really just did he give you a house and then you filled it with furniture? Like, is that it? Like that type of thing. Like, I, I was curious. I think I was curious too. Like, why she didn't go deeper into what more that she can do that a third, like, like I said, that you can't buy. What, what are you giving that can't be bought? I don't think she could have went well, deeper. That's one thing. But go ahead and listen. I mean, but she didn't have an opportunity to go deeper. By the time they got to that point in the segment, everyone was defensive. Everyone was defending each sex. <laughs> the females were like, oh, well, no, that's not what we're saying. And the males were like, well, we've seen it like this. So by that point of the segment, they were already too ingrained in what they had already said. So they had to stand by yeah. it. That yeah. was the problem. But yeah, I was over yeah, it was just an issue. It was just problematic. Once those shots were fired, it just became problematic. And the issue from Jump is that, like you said, it didn't appear like the other co-hosts were married or maybe in those more serious relationships. You know, they didn't step up to actually give us a present-day real-life experience. I felt like Rico might have been coming from a place of, I've been in this circumstance before, and this is what I've seen, and this is why I can vouch for this and say that's not enough for me. Okay, so you're coming from a place of maybe you have experienced that, but the issue and what was not addressed was the fact that why are we having these conversations? You know, this is like you're trying to be with someone and all in the back of your mind, like you said, it's a tangible thing. What can I get from this person? What does this person have to offer? What can they give me? At that point, you've already messed up because there's no love, there's no true feelings, and there's no real emotions because you're sitting here trying to figure out what you're going to get. It's almost like investing in stocks. One day you're up, one day you're down, and you're just monitoring it because you're already invested. That's the problem. You're not taking it as love where you're sitting here and you're building on something. Nothing is buildable in the circumstance that they were presenting. That's why the hypothetical table is stupid. Stop talking about what you can bring to the table. The table should not exist. You know, it just it doesn't make sense. Yeah, so it depends. It also depends on how you look at marriage. It's funny that we look for tangible things to come out of a marriage, you know, to come out of a marriage when technically speaking, marriage is a business contract. Mm -hmm. So you have to go to, that's why you have to go to the courthouse to sign a document. I mean, you do it, you do do it under the eyes of, you know, under the eyes of God, depending on your religion or whatnot, but you don't sign that paper for God. You sign that paper for the the county or whatever state that you, yeah, the county or the state that you live in. That's what you sign that for. So, if you're going to it with that mindset, then that's fine. But be upfront and be honest with yourself about it. Don't go for don't don't go towards it like it's a business contract, but act like it's out of love because those are two different things. Not saying you can't combine the two. Not saying you can't navigate that. However, I don't think a lot of our generation get that, which I think also is why there's a lot of you know the divorce rates start to get kind of high because. You get married, you get with that person and have to stay with that person. Then it starts to click in everybody's head. They're like, wait a minute, this isn't what I thought it is because we have to do way more than just be lovey-dovey on the surface and 
But, you know, it's, it's definitely way more than that. Like, I have to do this, 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 and this responsibility. Like, yeah, that's what you said you wanted when you told her, I love you, right? Not, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad to do business with you. You can shake her hand and say that. You told her, I love you, kissed her, and it was supposed to be a big wedding and out of love, right? So that's the thing. We're taking, we're taking, again, we're taking elements from one thing and trying to add it into another, and it doesn't mesh well, and we have this problem and we can't understand it. So all we do is end up going back to the drawing board of what do you bring to the table? And Alyssa, well, what you're trying to say you... is you don't like that question, right? The what do you bring to the table question? You I don't, don't like that at all. I, I I agree. I don't like it. Honestly, I think it's like, I definitely feel like it's the what you bring to the table. So you have to sit there and list everything that you bring to the table. And again, if I'm listing things, that's almost like tangible. Like, why don't you find out what type of person I am? And see if that's the type of person you could be, you could see being the rest of your life with. Like, then you'll find out what I quote unquote have to bring to your table if you want, you know, if you want to go that route. If you have a table. Well, I mean, even with you describing marriage, like let's take it a step back before you even get to marriage where you're simply courting somebody, you're simply expressing interest. People are quick to ask that question in that stage. Like, sir, I don't even know if we want to be together. Like, how dare you ask me this? We're at dinner. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just one of those situations where I feel like people are so far gone from what they actually want. They prematurely throw it out there. First date conversation couldn't be like, okay, what do you have to offer as a wife? Like, these questions and situations are absurd. Like, Has somebody asked you that exist. before? Somebody's asked you that before at the first date. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, I was going to say, that sounds like a job interview. That does. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but like, if it was, like, that's crazy. And the thing is, I'm not going to say someone has directly been like, okay, Alyssa, what do you bring to the table? But at the same time, like, you know, people ask probing questions. It's okay to be open, but come on now. What is the journey of dating and trying to court somebody? for if you're not sitting there and trying to fact find and like i said in the beginning it's because these people lack discernment like you have to be able to discern you have to be able to sit here and communicate with someone and say oh this is not for me or this is for me this is a good vibe this is i'm into it we have a lot in common but people are not capable of doing that so that brings them back to the drawing board and that brings them to this mental checklist of what do you bring to the table Oh, are you financially stable? Everyone has already clarified time and time again. Nobody wants to be with anybody broke. We understand that. Wait, but, wait, 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 you know, wait, is- wait, wait. I'm not going to say that because I see a lot of women with broke people. Now, in her defense, she didn't say that we don't date broke people. She said we say we <laughs> okay. That is true. Okay, okay. Because and you know who you are because you listen out every week. I see you. Stop dating that broke man. Fellas, stop dating that broke woman. Get you somebody in your of your caliber and on your level. Because broke people only suck the fun out of everything because they have nothing else to do. Continue on. I'm just saying it's just crazy out here. Like I just feel like everyone I won't say people are malicious, but I won't say people have good intentions either. I mean, it just makes it not fun anymore. Like, nothing feels organic. Nothing feels natural because you already come in with these ideas of someone and what you should expect from them. 
So it really takes away whether or not you actually like this person. I definitely don't think people go into dating asking the right questions. People are trying to figure out, you know, yes, you should, you honestly should find out if the other person is financially stable just so you're aware. That way you can, you know, if it doesn't bother you, then good. If it bothers you, I mean, you need, I guess, be honest about it or whatever. But however, those, my thing is that we don't ask the right questions. You know, you'll sit, you know, people will sit there and ask, like, what do you bring to the table? Get the checklist. And everything checks off, but you don't, but so you, what, you turn around and get married to this person, then you end up moving in and living together. And I know this is an exaggeration, but you're dating them for a long time. And then you find out they don't bathe every day. So now what mm. you don't do, they, they, they bring everything you want to the table, but they're, they stink. So are, are you going to balance that and keep it that way? But, you know, and you, you could have found that out within the first week of dating them. Right. But you were asking the wrong question trying to make sure that trying to make sure the other stuff that is that is important but you know you know what i'm saying like basically they don't i don't i just don't feel like people ask the actual right questions like you might need to ask the other person how do you feel about therapy have you ever been has anybody in your do you think anybody in your fa- immediate family needs to go to therapy like stuff like that like people aren't mentally stable and you worried about the finances yeah the finances are are important but not when they're handled by a crazy person or somebody that you know somebody that every time they feel an emotion, they don't, they only go to, they express every emotion one way, like violence or crying or whatever. So. Um. Yeah. I think that's one of my perspectives as well. Is like, you know, especially for these new men out here, you know, they might not directly say, what do you bring to the table? But they are pretty direct because, you know, Kevin Samuel's got everybody out here hot. Like everyone, you know, they just know what high value men are now so they know they're just one of them so with all that conversation and that talk they are a little more direct with women nowadays but like you said you know these are things that no one wants to address male or female do you have past trauma that you're trying to bring into this new relationship or you know even the talking phase like that's a lot for your partner to carry and to not know about until week two or three and sometimes six months down the road like what traumas what burdens do you carry with you no one wants to flat out say that so why in the world would you expect someone to straight up say oh well you know what i'm bringing to the table is xyz it's crazy i just feel like no one truly knows what it is to be a partner anymore and if they did none of this foolishness would exist i agree i I agree the the definitions are few and people don't realize it until they've invested in honesty, too much time. Because there's a lot of single people in the world. And imagine everyone sitting around watching YouTube and different interviews from people like we watch today and just absorbing that knowledge but not doing any fact-finding and any self-evaluation. That's what's essentially happening. And then you go out into the world and some girl went on Instagram or TikTok and watched a 30-second clip about Brooklyn. And now she goes to the gas station and she turns her nose up at everybody. Or if a man watches a YouTube video on, you know, how to get a woman of this caliber. And so any woman that looks slightly regular to him, he's brushing off. That's what's happening nowadays. Everyone is just a consumer. They're consuming knowledge that they haven't even evaluated and put in their own circumstances. And they're taking that and running with it. And it's embarrassing because there's no more independent thinkers. 
So when we're out here dating, we're out here trying to communicate and be normal, there's hardly anyone else left. Especially in North Carolina. I had to, I had to say that. Because <laughs> North Carolina dating scene is trash. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. So, Mills, how you feel about that? I feel like everybody needs to be willing to date outside of their hometown. Mm, um, yes. Because there are, there are a lot of people out here. Like, I only... So I, me personally, one of I guess one thing I used to not, I used to, I won't say hate, but I couldn't stand hearing was the all the summarization, men and women, because when you know I, I've heard women, oh, all men ain't shit, da da da, da. you have men and turn around and say bitches ain't shit, da da da, da. all the women suck, da da da, da. and then, so you start sleep. So finally, I start probing. Oh, uh, okay, you know, out of curiosity. Have you dated anybody outside of the city or that at least had a phone number that had a different area code than yours? And some of them you'll get, you'll find out like, no, it's like, okay. So where is this all coming from? I think you need to make like, just or maybe it's just me not understanding. Do you mean all as in all the people in your area or all the people you've dealt with? Because those are, those are two like significantly different numbers. That is true. Then, you know, you go up that. I mean, you, have, you haven't even met everybody inside the building that you live in, let alone the zip code, the area code, the city, state, you know, you know what I'm saying? Hemisphere. Like, get out and explore. I'm not saying you need to go halfway across the world, but you need to go at least halfway across your world. Your world might just be North Carolina. Go to, go to the other, one of the other ones that it touches. Or go to, a, you know, I'm saying go to different areas because people don't live like you live. Because they live in a different area. So with that being said, wouldn't you think that maybe they act different or maybe they have different values? Maybe that's something you can go and absorb. And then that, and then that rolls back into what you were saying before about um, how people will get one piece of information and then just run with it. You can't just run with the one piece of information that you get and think that's going to be it. First, it, you kind of need, I feel like it's better if you kind of mold it into what you're doing and how you are so it's still customized to you like it may not ha- it doesn't have to directly be cookie cutter what kevin samuel said you need to go get you a high class man that makes six figure and he doesn't work on the weekend and blah, 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 blah. like it, it may not necessarily have to be that it could just be you you could say i need a high you know i need a high class man he doesn't have to have six figure he doesn't have to do this but Here's what I consider a high value person because he offers this, this, and this, which are important to me in my life and my health. So this is what I would consider, you know, a high stakes man or whatever you want to call it. I agree. But I think the problem is like there's this extreme cutoff nowadays where people are like, you're up here if you're a high class man. You're up here if you're a high class woman. So what's happening, people are taking those little bits of information. And before you even get to that stage, even if you are venturing out and you're traveling, you automatically, in your mind, categorize people at these levels. Oh, I can't talk to her. She wears wedges, so I know she's not a high-value woman because what high-value woman would wear a wedge instead of a heel? Um, Things that I can't, I can't say that. Absolutely. I can't, so, say that. I can't talk to this guy because when he when I text him, he responded and it showed up as a green bubble. Like Exactly. <laughs> That's how people think, though. Like, it's funny, but that's real life right now. Yeah, like, yeah. 
I, I, they'll be the ones crying. They'll be the main ones that were crying two days before and two days after they said stuff about Green Bubble about how they mad about being single or how they sad about being single. Well, I mean, you're already cutting yourself off based on phones, but like what cell phone somebody has, like really? Yeah, like you know, just being like, I don't date dudes with cargos. If you wear cargo shorts, like we can't rock. Like when you automatically rule someone out for one thing, you literally put yourself in a place where you're limiting your possibilities. Like, you know, there's relationships that exist where a woman might work in corporate America and the man might work for the, you know, the state in sanitation. Like, I think that's crazy that we would sit here and say, I wouldn't date a garbage man. First of all, garbage men make money. It's a state job. Second of all, do you even know this person's character? This person might be better than the person that works for the National Guard that you're talking to, the person that is also working in corporate. You know, you have to sit here and try to evaluate somebody for who they are. And people don't take that chance to do that. And that's why we're kind of all in the same boat of, well, oh, well, we done wrote everybody off at this point. So here we are looking around, watching these videos for inspiration. And I know you said generalizing is something you don't like, but I'm just saying, y'all, just to make a point. <laughs> but... <laughs> Like, literally, that's what most people are doing. They're just sitting around trying to get tips and listen to these so-called gurus and experts to figure out how to date and court people and watch those types of panels that we watch on YouTube and the clips on Instagram and try to get information and facts. But you really need to look inside you. Do an energy check. What kind of energy are you kicking out to attract a certain type of person? What kind of energy is around you? Your friends. What type of men do your friends date? What type of women do your friends date? Who do they associate with? Do they like women that like to be well-groomed and upset? Or do they like women that, you know, are down for whatever? You know, you have to do an energy check on yourself and your circle to make sure that you are positively attracting that positive energy. If you cannot do that, then you're not ready to date anyways. You should sit down. So are you saying that if I want to hold some woman, but yet I'm surrounding myself with my boys who all want the ratchet hoes. That's going to make it a little harder for me to find, <laughs> me to find exactly. even identify a wholesome woman because all I'm used to is ratchet hoes. Right. And with the exception of like, say if you are like one of the last of your friends to get married. So you've been going to like bachelor parties weekend after weekend. That's an exception. That's a reason to be in a strip club if that's what y'all decide to do. But if you live in the strip club, all of your homeboys are out here doing whatever. You're swiping and hitting up whatever girl that pops up first and doing whatever. And then I'm like, man, I don't know why I don't have a wife. Sir, are you being a husband? Are you actively courting a woman of worth? And that's not a high value or whatever based on her income, her job, or her, you know, grade of weave. This is off of simply of your behavior and Did what you behavior you think you're doing weave? to attract them. <laughs> you know, right you know, maybe way. you like a certain texture. <laughs> maybe you like great a version of hair. I don't know. You huh. know, I'm just saying. Interesting. <laughs> but you know, some guys are that particular. Oh, she ain't got white toes. Mm-mm. That ain't hitting on nothing. Nah, you know, I don't know how. That's too particular, right there. We wait. Okay, <laughs> there we, we all got us. You all got now, something also- that we just oh, need yeah, to for- have. Everything else is kind of like, eh, I can deal with it. But there's, there's a couple of things that you just kind of need. White toes? I don't need white toes. I don't really care about toes like that. But don't, I what mean, listen, don't, don't you have something that you just like a man to have in him? 
I feel like that's a trap question. That, that's not a trap question. <laughs> I was going to ask Larry the same thing too. So, I mean, I feel like I do, but I mean, as I get older, I feel like that I can adjust that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, oh, he's got to have a beard, you know? But like, am I attracted to beards? Yes. But I'm not making that a deal breaker. I don't feel like at now being a 30 year old woman, I don't feel like I have deal breakers at this point. I mean, and, and I mean, now I take that. I, I take that back. Like you can't straight up come to me with halitosis. Like that's a lot for me. But exact uh, yeah, <laughs> question. <laughs> that's a lot. But you get what I'm saying. I'm saying like as far as like just like you know surface level stuff. Like I don't have like any deal breakers like that. And it's not because I'm like extremely flexible and I date anybody, but it's more so because I'm like, at this point, I'd rather find the beauty and the comfort from within a person than try to sit here and be like, oh, no, this man needs to be six one, brown skin with a beard, and he's got to have really nice calf muscles. Like, you know, none of that, that stuff is it's just it's not relevant to me anymore in my life. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mills? I have my I have my preferences, but they're not like they're not deal breakers as well. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, like I like a high yellow um, woman with some curly hair, but you know if you've known me, like I've dated chocolate women too, right, and right. thoroughly you know thoroughly you know fell in love with all the other stuff. So I don't, I don't necessarily have yeah I don't, I don't have any 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 of my preferences that I have are not like set in stone where she has to be this it's just that's what catches my eye that's what i'm like physically or whatever attracted to up front but like without i don't you know without thinking about it but not huh, like yeah you definitely have to have something below the surface the surface just brings me to you so right. what what's what inside of you is going to keep me? that is true All right mm. I, i'm not going to say that up here I'll save that for another time. So, Alyssa, <clears throat> what you said earlier was, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going to clarify with So, if the man was working at McDonald's and he approached you working at McDonald's, would you agree to go out with him? Okay, let's be real. Alyssa, Under Alyssa, what circumstances? Alyssa, Alyssa. <laughs> no, no, listen to me. McDonald's got that manager training, put you through college thing where they bump you up to GM and everything else. Know the facts before you state it. I'm just saying. I mean, if the man is on the pathway to success, you know, just like Chick Fil A does that whole like promotional thing where you can get a franchise, you can do X, Y, Z. It depends what he's doing. If he's back there on fries and is a professional fry cook making that eight seventy five and has no goals, no dreams, and aspirations, you know, we might have to see what's going on. That's what I'm saying. Like. I'm not going to say that I'm going to be like, oh, my gosh, yes, I'm so excited that you asked me out. But, you know, we're going to have to dig around a little bit, especially if it's a local McDonald's. Like, if I'm there <laughs> a couple of times a week or maybe a couple of times a month, like, you know, you call, I'm going to have to ask some questions before I just sit here and think I'm about to go out with you. Anyways, not just with anybody. That could be with someone working within the office. Like, I'm not going to sit, sit here and pick up my things and just willy-nilly decide to go out with you. Like, that's just not what I do at this point in life like but no real talk i don't discredit anybody for their profession i don't want to say oh a man in mcdonald's is hopeless i mean we don't know what he's doing like i said he could be doing manager and training type work he could be you know shadowing to be a gm or anything 
You don't know. Everyone has the same uniform on, basically. So what you're saying is the fry guy, the fry guy has a shot. He just, he just got to do it correctly and at the right moment. I don't think he, the fry guy has a shot. Like, I don't think he you, has you a shot. Like like I mean, are you like a professional fry cook where you don't have any goals, aspirations, and et cetera? Like, I'm not trying to say that it's all about money, but what I'm trying to say about the fry guy is like, you know, what else are you doing in conjunction with that? Is this just a part-time, just so you can have a little throwaway money? Do you do this as well as XYZ? Is this just a little weekend gig? Like, I don't discredit anybody. Greg knows when he met me, I had a college degree and I was working in food service as one of my three jobs. So I don't ever discredit anybody's hustle, their circumstance, or et cetera, because I've been there before. So I'm not going to ever come and approach somebody like, oh, you want fries in your trash. But am I going to sit here and rest him? Go, go, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to sit here and rush to be like, okay, yeah, bet. Let's go. Instantly. I'm going to sit here and try to vet out the situation. Like I said, if I go there a couple times a month, we need to have some conversations before you think you can just sweep me off the floor for number four. You know, like, no, let's let's figure this out. Let's figure out what you're doing. Let's see if you're playing games, being silly. And yeah. First of all, the restaurant that you worked at was an upscale restaurant. That was fast food. So it's a little <laughs> different than McDonald's, but it's good. Don't try to do me. It was a nice place. I like I enjoyed it myself. So but um I I think I think that's one thing. You said you I mean you'll take the fried guy, but you gotta get to know him. He has to be on the path. What if he didn't want to be on that path? What if he was comfortable making fries for other people? He is doing a service for the community and you are gonna turn him down? Cause he doesn't want to be a GM. He that- just wanna do fries. <laughs> That's what it sounds this like, like Alyssa. This is like an extreme circumstance. What is the likelihood? First of all, we in a pandemic. I ain't ever walking inside of a McDonald's when I can just go to the drive-thru. So he ain't never going to see me anyway. So this is all a hypothetical. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, a hypothetical. But um, I personally like, I mean, Alyssa present day, I don't really give nobody play, honestly. Like, I just don't go out and be like, okay, yeah, I got my number. Like, that's just not uh, what I do on. <laughs> do not play me. That is the truth. I really do not be on that. And I just, I personally think that, like, I would just be, I mean, a little reluctant with probably anybody, honestly. Like, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to discredit him because he works on fries, but that's an extreme circumstance. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, okay, you know, your, your life's over because you're on fries, but it's just like at the same time, most likely he's probably going to be young. So is that someone I want to entertain anyways for that reason? You know, I want someone at this point that's a little mature, that's, you know, got things kind of going for them. And not necessarily financially, I'm just talking about like a mental capacity as well. Mm. I think that's the difference between men and women. Because if she's fine, I don't care if she work at the skating ring. I'm, I'm going to talk to her. I don't care what she's doing. She, if she looks scrumptious to me, I have to talk to her. I have to get it. Women, eh, and that's that it's a little different. So, Greg, there's no, profe- there's no profession she could have that would stop you from approaching her? Mills, how long have you known me? Uh, a couple of years. It's been a lot of years. It's been a, it's been a while. Have you seen me 
It's been a while. Have you seen me just say, you know what? Mm, she's a bartender. I can't deal with her. I've, I've uh, never said that. No, I'm trying to think. I feel like there was one that was a pedestrian, and you had it made you hesitate. I'm trying to remember a pedestrian. Uh, yeah, yeah, I won't date pedestrians. <laughs> See, but you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna date a pedestrian. I'm sorry. But that's not an occupation. That's, that's not an occupation. occupation. <laughs> if you well, don't have I, a car, I, I look at you funny. I'm be honest with you. I, I yeah. have I have a problem with pedestrians because their mindset. Is so different. It's like nobody else's time matters but them. They don't want to give you gas money when you come pick them up. Then they want to be late. Then sometimes they ain't even there no more. It's it's, it's weird. Dating a pedestrian is one of the worst things I've ever done in my life, and I would never do it again. I don't care how well. You got to be a certain caliber of woman. To not have a car and I'm dating you. Your car must be in the shop or you're purchasing a new car ASAP because your other car got wrecked. That's it. She can't take public transportation? Nope. <sighs> Negative. <laughs> but you never know someone's circumstance. What if they move down here from up north where cars well, are not what a if they, What if they live up north? Like, I mean, if you've been to New York, it, at least from a southern perspective, it doesn't make sense to own a car. Like you might as well take the you might as well take the bus and the subway everywhere. So if she lived that life, would you still say that you know, would you still call her a pedestrian and say she can't, you know, she can't make it or she can't make the cut? See, if we was up north it'd be different. You're right, because I would because we'd probably be taking the bus together. I would have a car still, but you know, that's just the way they get around because everything's so close. We're not that close here. <laughs> no, we're not. Like when you say you're going to McDonald's or something, you're going a couple miles. You ain't getting on the bus for that. You're not walking. If you are, you are really in shape. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a little different. But no, I will not date a pedestrian in North Carolina or anywhere in the South. Anywhere else except uh, except for New York. That's it. And I'm not never gonna move there. And she has to be a fine pedestrian. She can't be a, a regular schmeckler. You have to be a fine pedestrian. The kind that makes you say you too pretty to be walking. The kind that makes you say, you know what, let me go get this ring right now. That You got to be that fine. Because other than that, it's, like, it's pointless. Oh. That's how I feel. I don't turn many. Well, if I see somebody like, I don't care where you are. I'm going to talk to you. I want you to know who I am and what I do and how I can make you love me, at least for the night. Other than that, no, I don't care about all that. Alyssa cares. She doesn't want you to be working on fries. She wants you to working on fries <laughs> and following the manager so you can be a manager. Uh, I, think she doesn't working fries. I think she doesn't want you working fries professionally. You need to be doing that as a hobby. <laughs> right, right. Like, you yeah. know, you need to be looking at that for a movie deal. That's what you got to be doing. <laughs> That artist is whack anyway. It's how dare you? You could have given him a better profession. Okay. Like, are you okay. Okay. Bet. He's how- tripping. That man, that man working on fries and trying to get the regionals, and you over here not trying to put respect on his game. Okay, listen. How about this? <laughs> I got one better than he could be a bag. No, you know, no, no. We're not gonna do bag boy. He could be. I had an issue with this. 
a cart pusher at Food Lion. Mm, okay. That's worse, but okay, I'm listening. Is, is that worse than so, p- cooking fries? The thing is, Greg is really sitting here on this phone acting like the people that do these jobs are not <laughs> anywhere between 17 and 20. Like, let's be real. I'm a whole I, can definitely be at least in their mid-20s pushing some carts. Let's not. <laughs> right. I, I've seen a man uh, 65 years old pushing carts at Walmart. Is that just their job? Is that is that really, like, just their job to push carts? I thought it was, like, just an associate that they threw around in every position. Like, a cashier can be told to go get cards. <laughs> they really just no, somebody no. signed up, yeah, I want Walmart. 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 They got something called cart pusher. Yes. Is, is we talk about, oh, that's that's job title? Yeah, that's a this job title, cart pusher. Oh, you want so like, A grocery store like Publix, where you have like the managers on the floor active. Hey, ma'am, can I help you put this stuff in your car? They might be pushing carts too. So I do get that like change of job description in that type of role. But a straight up food line cart pusher, like, come on, these are unreal circumstances. Like this is not gonna happen. Alyssa, you go you go in the grocery store, you buy your groceries. I do. Even the cashier can say, you know what, little short thing? I wanna take you out. <laughs> I don't I don't know what they say to you. Cause I, I I'm so confused with telling these stories. It's really terrible. But they can say, <laughs> I wanna get to know you better. Can I have your number? And what are you gonna say, Alyssa, right then? Mm. So I'm true to this, not new to this. So first off, that's not going to go like that. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. I'll take your number. I need to have uh-huh. a phone circumstance. <laughs> Give me your number and then let me have it in my phone. I don't like random people hitting me up, calling me, blowing me up. Or you I'm going to take like your number. So I just, I just, I just put y'all on a little game. That's what that is. So you don't beg back boys is what you're telling me. <laughs> I do not. That's not my pick of the litter. Ooh. But he could be working to be head bag boy. You, I don't know if that's a title, but it should be, especially if you've been there several years. He can't get play, Alyssa? <sighs> like I said, these are unreal circumstances, and these are not going to happen. Like, and I told you, I don't be, I don't know how y'all be out and about moving. Like you said, Greg, you be out here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-huh. I don't like, uh-huh. <laughs> Greg never said nothing. <laughs> I just don't be out here like that. Like I, when I go to the grocery store, I go get my perishables and I go, okay? It's not sitting here lingering. Look, shoot, I'm unfriendly, so I'm probably going to self-checkout anyway. It is true. Oh, okay, 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 Mills. I'm gonna move on to you, then. Do you have to have a certain uh-huh. job title for you to say, you know what? Let me talk to her. No, um, no, she doesn't have to. She doesn't have to have a job title for. She actually doesn't really have to have a job title for me to talk to her. Now, that doesn't mean she can't be just sitting around on her butt all day, but. You know, she could be working full-time and have the circumstances to where she doesn't need to work. So, she doesn't necessarily have to have a job for me to talk to her. No. What do you mean she doesn't have to have a job? I'm confused. You mean a job title? So, 
No, she doesn't have to have a job nor a job title. What I'm saying is it depends on the situation. Now, if she does not have a job or job title, then I'm going to ask, what does she do all day? Because I want to know, do you sit around and do nothing all day? Are you in school full time? Like, that's my thing. Like, she could be in school full time and has managed to get her finances to a position to where she doesn't have to work and go to school. She can literally just go to school and that'd be it. And it sounds like a rarity because it doesn't happen these days, but I'm just saying that would be the only circumstance where she doesn't, excuse me, that would be a circumstance where she doesn't have to have a job title. So, yeah, like if she doesn't have a job, she definitely, I'm not going to say she has to explain her finances to me, but I'm going to be curious, okay, so what do you do all day and how do you provide or take care of yourself? So, but no, she doesn't have to have a specific job title um, in order for me to approach her. I mean, I'll, you know, if, if I think you're, if I'm attracted to you enough, I'll approach you whether you're working or not. So facts, facts. I'll find out at some point if you have a job title is, you know, I approach you when you're not working. You can find out, yeah, how if somebody has a job or not by the, the conversations you have, you know. Right. Like, uh, oh, I'm getting tired. I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and head home. I got to work in the morning. And nine times out of ten, somebody will be like, well, yeah, I got to work too tomorrow or something like that. And if they don't say nothing, I'll be up all night. They ain't got a job. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you'll learn through the conversation, like, wait a minute. Every time I talk to this person, like, at no point in time have they ever said that they just got off work or that they have to go to work or that they're tired, you know, or that they, you know, something like that. They never mention work. So you're going to probably ask at some point, hey, what do you do for a living? Right. So does that make you all feel more secure as men for, like, a woman to, you know, maybe be a full-time student to where, you know, she is easily and readily accessible to you all? I don't care about that. No. Um, I personally would, and this may sound weird, I would rather her be, I would rather feel like she inserts, she finds time for me and inserts me in small, like, starting off at small spaces into her life rather than the other way around where she she aims for me and goes to school. It, it should be, you know, it kind of should be the other way. Like, I want you to have a life outside of me because I'm, I have a life outside of you already. The goal is to kind of intertwine our lives together so that we can live our lives together. If that, you know, if that's the main goal. Not, mm. I'm going to stop everything I'm doing up front and give you 100% of my time. Baby girl, that's not happening. Like, that that's not feasible. And nor, nor do I want to feel like I'm your life. Because then that can come off as needy, and, you know, that doesn't give me my space to have my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, to enjoy being, you know, just enjoy me and doing my hobbies, or not necessarily just, you know, just, yeah, just being me. Or just being with, you know, myself, my family my friends, whatever, and we'll intertwine when we intertwine, but it's definitely not going to, I don't like getting into the 24, I don't like getting into the being up under each other 24-7 or focusing everything completely on each other 24-7, like, early, unless we really just click off like that. But on average, no, that's not happening. Like, have a life before I meet you and keep it. Alyssa, do you have a life? Do you, uh, do you feel the same way? Thank you. I mean, I feel the same way, but I feel like I'm, like, a very much so, like, when I am serious about somebody, I'm, like, 
wanting to spend time with them. I want to talk to them, at least the regular check-ins, because you know I have, <laughs> don't be laughing at me, you know, I have like calls and stuff throughout the day that I have to manage, so I'm not going to be readily available at the drop of a dime, but shoot me a text, like, let me know what's up with you, how you're doing, let's just do like a quick check-in, you know, good morning, talk to you in a few, you know, I think communication is big with me from the jump. Like, I like to make sure that I'm on the same page with someone. And that doesn't have to come with, like, an obsession where it's like, you need to call me, you need to text me every five seconds. It needs to come equipped with at least the bare minimum of you texting me and making sure that I'm okay okay at one point during the day. Like, my biggest thing that I even tell all my friends, like, how do you know this man cares about you if he doesn't know if you woke up this morning? First of he all, doesn't listen, know they don't care about your friends. So go ahead with that. <laughs> don't go there do not go there but i'm just saying like that's real that's factual you know even if you're talking to someone i need to have that at least that level of where you at least care about my well-being generally speaking you might not know everything about me in the beginning but at least like a a friendly check-in especially if we're just learning about each other and we're growing i'm not saying it has to be like an obsessive crazy amount of time talking to this person all day every day day and night take it on the phone like back in the day like no I'm not saying all of that but let's just do a couple of temperature checks and keep it moving mm-hmm. yeah definitely you know show interest yeah you show interest but that, that's my thing is there's there's a difference between showing interest and okay you're my life now what are we doing today like nah no no there's a whole different story yeah I definitely agree if you care you care about somebody then yeah send them something to show that like show them that you or you know, I'm just sending you a text because I was thinking about you, blah, 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 whatever, blah, 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 blah. Like, send them something. Don't let the whole day go by and not talk to them. That's stupid. That You can't do that and then say, well, I care about you and I think about you all the time. Nigga, where? <laughs> like, you're not showing <laughs> That's true. But it kind of takes us back to that first conversation on this call where it's kind of like, you know, you can do those friendly check-ins you know you have some type of way to express that you care about somebody but then you know I feel like people get the best of themselves where you get to that stage where you're talking to somebody and you jump in and so now you're like second guessing yourself oh well you know I haven't heard from him since noon yesterday like who does he think he is xyz I feel like that's what catches most people up like it's a simple fact that you have this expectation when Really, if we walked into these circumstances with no expectations and just kind of free-flowing through them, we wouldn't be disappointed. So that's kind of what I've kind of experienced in my own life where, you know, the older I got, the more I understood, like, don't have high expectations. This person is going to reveal who they are regardless. We don't have to sit here and try to categorize people by where they work at, how they dress, and X, Y, Z, where we should really just naturally be going with the flow. And just doing what feels right. Yeah, mm-hmm. play your part. Right, yeah. play your part. That's uh, mm. that's what I'm trying to do right now. Like, play play my part. Cause I hate that term. <laughs> play your part. It's, like it's right. It's smart. It's right. Though. I mean, everything uh, you just said is technically what it is. But yeah, absolutely. Like, what are we playing here? Like, that's the problem. Like, can everybody stop playing? Can somebody actually, like, come with some real where we're not sitting here, quote, unquote, playing parts? Like, we should sit here and actually 
assess our own needs personally and then try to attract and try to communicate what those needs are so that we can make sure we're on the same page with our partner. Um, you know, listen, did that work problem. for me last week? Yeah, and that's and that's true. And that's true. You 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 should you know talk things out so that it's clear and out in the open. Hey, this is what I'm looking for. Okay, well, this is what I'm looking for. And you know, after that, you still you know it may suck to hear it, but you still technically need to play your part because if you come up and say, "Hi, I'd like to play the role of leading lady," and he goes, you know, and he goes, "Okay, well, I'm looking for Saji." So this is the role we need to fill. Right. Like if you're going to stick around, you know, if you're going to stick around, you need to know your role right now is being requested as a Saji. So, it, or, you know, basically not the leading lady. So if you're still running up going leading lady, the director is going to keep yelling, cut, cut. You're not doing what I asked you to do. You keep, what are you doing? Like it's going to cause, you know, it's going to cause issues with that. So yeah. You need to explain what you want, but, one of the easiest ways to help you avoid this, you know, disappointment or at least navigate through it is if you understand where that person holds you and you er ergo, you end up playing, you end up playing your role that they, you know, that they provided or that they're asking, let me say that they're asking of, you don't have to, of course, if you don't want to play that role, you should be smart and at least first say it. Second, one likely leave if that if, you're not being asked to play the role that you want, that you're actually looking to play. But if you're going to be around, then play, you know, play your role. That'll help you avoid a lot of heartache and pain and confusion. I'm scared to ask my person about the role I'm playing because they don't even say nothing in words. They send me emojis. So, yeah. Thanks, Alyssa. Alyssa gives great advice, everybody. I will never take her advice again in life when it comes to this person. Miss, I'm going to tell you, no, I'm going to tell you, Miss, story time. All there's, right. a, there's a woman I'm interested in, right? Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be telling this on the podcast, but whatever. It's mine. And I said, listen, she's so beautiful. She's scrumptious. I need her in my veins. Now, if I say that, it's serious. I I, I want her. So Alyssa uh -huh. told me to write something to her. I said, like this. I sent it to Alyssa. Make sure it was right. I sent it to the girl. She gave me uh, the the shock face emoji two times. And I'm like, is that is that good or bad? What's the, what does that mean? She said, oh, that's for me, not you. What does that mean? That. That doesn't answer the question. <laughs> that doesn't answer. And then I'm like, bro, what? But you know what? I give you this, Alyssa. After that, that's when just starts in them long paragraphs in my DMs then. I give you that. So maybe it worked. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. Maybe now I read more. Confused. I don't know. You said what? Maybe she's confused. Like, she seems like she's got a lot going on. If not scheduling or something, I don't know. Well, that's enough about me. <laughs> We're not going to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you're right, though. You're right. Play your role, people. If uh, if you don't like the role that you that they want you to play, then leave. You ain't got to be there. You can find you somebody else that wants you to do what, what you want to do. 
Uh, except for Alyssa's, you got to be cooking fries and trying to be a manager at the same time. So just keep that in mind when you see her at the store. Isn't that right, Alyssa? Okay. That's not right, but whatever. Alyssa, when's the last time you've been on a date? Oh, my goodness. It was a long... I think the last time I went on a date was... What year was that? August last year. What? August of last year. <laughs> I was just playing, but dang. I know. And what I'm happened with that now. fellow? <laughs> Not going to talk about that. I mean, it just didn't work. What was his job yeah. title? Yeah. I know, right? You made you right. So what was his job title, Alyssa? What did he do for a living? Oh my God. <laughs> Why are you putting me on the spot? It's not the spot, Alyssa. We have to know that you practice what you preach. <laughs> Those who can't do teach. Have you ever heard that? Who? I don't know what you said. I don't care what you said. We need answers. First off, that's confidential information. Uh, okay. And okay. For You're the most part, I do practice what I preach for the most part. I will say that. Okay. So oh, you don't have to tell us his name. What did he do for a living? He's not gonna go there. It will reveal too much about this person. To who? Don't. To who? Larry and me? Well, I mean, to who? I mean, if he wasn't smart enough to hold on to you, I don't. It sounds like he ain't that important. There you go. Oh, I mean, at this point, absolutely not important. <laughs> there you go. I That's mean, why I don't even feel comfortable talking about this person. Like it wasn't like it wasn't more so like I guess it's considered a date because we actually went somewhere. But it was more so like, okay. Do you feel the date? I think that's the more, or or rather, when you went on this excursion, did it, it, you going at, like, like, yeah, was it, or event, was it a date in your mind? Like, did you go into it saying, I'm going on a date? Or did you just say, I'm going to hang with somebody? Honestly, no. Like, the last time I actually felt like I was, like, going on a date, Greg knows I'm like a super homebody at this point in time. Work from home, do all that stuff. Um, <laughs> the last time, I think, I don't even know what I saw. I think like the time before that that I would consider like an actual date where, you know, I did all that jazz, got myself ready, made plans, made arrangements. I think I went to the movies or something, and that was like not fun. That is <laughs> that not a date. That, that is not a date no more. How old are we? Not, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. So, Greg, when you say a date, let's, let's let's lay that down. When you say a date, what do you mean? Like, well, what's the bare minimum, or you know, what are the circumstances for this out these outings that we're talking about to actually be considered a date? I'm glad you asked, Mills. A Gregory Poe. Uh, no, no, stop oh, there. I'm oh, stop you right there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I need I need you to go generic because you're you know just go generic. What what's the generic like for the average person like for 
like in her circumstance where what would a guy have to do or what would the, not the event be, but what's something bare minimum for it to be considered a date? Like, for example, I can, I guess I would say it's a date if there is potential romantic intent. Like, that's a good one. I'm legit trying to do something, kind, you know, for the sake of getting your heart. Maybe end in your pants, but, you know, I'm trying to get you to like me. That's definitely the goal, but, yeah, you're right. Um, oh, my God. Listen, we're not, we're not going to sugarcoat this. That's, I mean, that's what, that's what guys want. We like you, you know, but we yeah, also want to feed the back. I think we'll have an actual honest answer rather than – you know, you can say a date and then, like, you know, somebody say, oh, we're going to the movies. And other people are like, that's not a date. And da, da, da. So what, what's your definition? Like, the date in August is to a yard house. Like, that's a date. I think anything is pretty much essentially a date. Whether or not you feel like you're dating that person, that's the issue. I did not feel like I was dating that person. Therefore, I didn't want to talk about it. But um, I think that was a date. But. Yeah, Greg, you go ahead and drop whatever you think an actual date is. I mean, like, of course you're going to eat. You don't have to go to the movies. That's so whack. You know, go play some top golf or something. You know what I'm saying? That's, I mean, it's to do, do something fun, something where you can actually talk to, with the person. You know what I'm saying? I, I took a girl out skating. I don't know how to skate. I got some bumps and bruises, but I took you out there because you like to skate. I, I realize you like doing that. You know, you got skates in the house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do stuff with people that, like like Larry said, you know, that little intimate romantic thing, stuff that they like to do, you know. I've been rock climbing. I Do I like I climb rocks? No. You know how many times I fell on dates? Several times because I must like you. So, it's, it's it's like, you know, just just things, man. Like, go out of town. You ain't got to so, go. What's up? Go ahead. No, no. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was going to say, so, like, yeah, basically – a date is when you do something or do something with someone because you like them. Like, correct me if I'm wrong or if you disagree. I feel like those are dates. That's absolutely right. But I also feel like those are the differences between dates and good dates. I've been on dates, but how many good dates have I been on? Probably a handful. Wow. I mean, probably a little more than a handful. Are you, you know what I'm good. saying? Good or bad, it's still a date. I mean, it's like jobs. Exactly. It can be a good job or a bad job. It's still a job. So, yeah, we're not. Yeah, I, I thought the question was, you know, just a date. The date didn't have to go well. Yeah, it was <laughs> the still date a date. didn't have to be. But I feel like also but it was still the a, location. Makes it. Yeah. The location. Okay, so, all right. So, the location of the location determines, like, okay, so does that mean that there are certain things or places that somebody couldn't try to take you to and you consider it a date okay so okay i'll give my story time just a little snippet of my life <laughs> so one time i had a date plan with this guy and you know we met up or whatever he gave me the address i pull up it's the gun range Greg knows me i'm like this little well, you know, but I'm like this little small person. Like, I don't want to be at the shooting range. Okay, I got you. But I mean, that's still, that's technically a date. I was like, that, terrified. That is a date. Yeah, though. like I get, I, yeah, that's just, and that's my, that's what I was saying. Like that, that wasn't a good fit for somebody trying to 
court you mm-hmm. because that's yeah. not something like. And just like how if a girl, I guess, went to Greg and said, Greg, i like to take you on a date. And he goes, okay, what are we going to do? And she says, go to the movies. He might say, that's not no damn date. Uh, <laughs> that's not no date. These are dates. They're just bad dates to both of you because that doesn't match what, what you would want to do on a date. Like, I'd like to do both of those. I'll go to the movies for, for a date and I'll go to the gun range. You know, I'll take, I've taken women and I will take a woman to the gun range for a date. Um, I think it's just a matter of what you do with it. Like, they're, right. as far as like a movie, I, I usually pair it with something afterwards or beforehand. Well, you, it's better to do it after, but I'll pair it with another activity where it's quiet and we can talk because you can't talk to each other in a movie. And mm-hmm. if that's just the date, then I could have done that by myself. Like, I'm not going to sit and talk to you during the movie to get to know you. So, yeah, that it, yeah, so. Like I said, there, it's not that you guys didn't go. Those two examples is not that they're not dates. You just may not consider them dates because they're bad dates. But it doesn't mean it wasn't dates. Yeah, that's true. Poor Alyssa. She don't even know what a date is no more. That's, that's bad. First of all, that's bad. <laughs> I do, but I, <laughs> Oh, my God. I mean, like, okay. Listen, okay, tell me the perfect date. Well, you know, I can be chatty Cathy sometimes, so I definitely like, I like dinner, but I kind of like an early dinner because I feel like that sets, like, a unique atmosphere. So, like, my perfect date would be, like, maybe, like, a 4 o'clock-ish type dinner deal. Where it's still a little light, we have like a nice little restaurant vibe downtown or some type of unique area of the city, and we can talk, kind of enjoy the vibes, etc. And then maybe move to a different spot to get drinks, and then maybe have like a different activity at night. And that could be anywhere. Like I'm kind of like nerdy, so I like museums and etc. So I don't mind going to do stuff like that. I'm more into like cultural type events, so I'm cool with that. Or if they wanted to even listen to like live music. That would be cool. Like, I'm a simple girl. Like, I don't need all that over-the-top stuff. Like, you show up with my Bottegas and, you know, I'm ready to go. You know, paid for my outfit and the Louis already laid out. Like, you know, I'm pretty fairly simple. Like, I just want the vibe. So, Louis is not the vibe? I mean, that's for sure the vibe. But that's not what I'm requiring. You know, to me, like, mm. I'm not, like I said, I'm a simple woman. Like, if you're, if a man's going to shower me, if he showers me too early, I'm skeptical. Like, I'm just kind of like, uh, what is your intention? What do you want from me? Why is But, that? like, you pull that out on an anniversary or something, um, it's lit. Hmm. Interesting. I'm a different breed, though, so it's not really. I mean, because Louie is a vibe, actually. You know, you know how many girls don't get Louie that want Louie? Several. Well, you know how many girls can't buy their own Louie that want Louie? All of them. So please, please say that again so they can hear you in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the issue. Like, I don't want anything that I can't obtain. I'm not <sighs> saying that I can't obtain Louie, but it's just like it's not something that I absolutely need. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you show up and you have it on the date, like, 
the first day, I'm going to be scared. I'm going to be like, well, okay, this man's trying to buy me. You know, like, I don't like that stuff not attractive to me. Like, if you show up maybe even the second or third day, I'd probably be more open to receiving that because that's, like, your intention. You might mean well with that. The first day, I'm going to be like, this is a lot. I don't know how to feel about this. You know, if you don't even know me, why would you want to get to me there? I mean, it's it's. I don't know. Some I don't know. No, I don't know. No guys doing that, but somebody's out here doing it. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Mills, would you do that? Do what? Buy her Louis the first day? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, Mills. Absolutely not. I am one. I'm not setting up. I'm not setting a precedent like that. Like it. <sighs> So, a friend of mine's father, who's been married for thirty plus years, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, who's been married thirty plus years, uh, told us that you got to be careful with what you, you got to be careful how you do that because I mean, once you once you do something high or once you do you know once you do something you can't go down. The only way you can go is up. So if you are buying Louis bags day one. How long do you think it's going to be before you buy, you know, buying more expensive stuff, a car, a house, a second house, a yacht? Like, you're going to be doing all that before you've been married for two years. Like, you might want to calm down, homie, <laughs> and learn how to be cre- learn how to be creative and actually do stuff tailored towards her personally and then start splashing some of that stuff in there. I'm not saying don't spoil your lady. I'm not saying women don't deserve Louis bags, but you got to be careful doing that. Plus, my thing is this, in my personal experience, you have to be careful sometimes putting someone on to a level that they either don't experience, not sometimes don't experience often or even never have been on. Right. Like if go crazy. the most expensive, like if the most expensive bag this woman has ever had came out of Marshall's and here you come with a name, and here you come with a bag that they talk, they only talk about in rap videos, like yeah, you don't like if, especially if you buy that if you buy that for her before you realize what type of mentality she has she might not be able to handle that like you think she can and it could be vice versa like guys could do the same thing but you know you got her buying her louis bag and she doesn't buy anything that you can't buy without a coupon so mm. now she don't know how to act and now she doesn't change her whole you know what i'm saying you gotta start you gotta start somewhere like she answered you could buy it and she not appreciate it. That's a lot of money to to lose, in my opinion, for somebody that's not appreciated. Right. You're gonna appreciate it. Well that this goes bag. back to y'all y'all are looking at it once again as an investment. If you wholeheartedly bought that bag for just the sake that you thought she deserved it, you wouldn't look back on your choice. Two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand would have just been whatever because you felt like that was right in the moment. Everyone uh, does something for something. That's the problem. You know what? Yeah. If she don't like the bag, somebody's going to like that bag. So, mm. yeah. either you like it or be going. Are you snatching the bag back? I sure will. I have no problem in that. If you don't like the bag and you like me, but you don't want to be here now because you feel skeptical, go. I'm, I'm playing. I, I, I'm, I'm playing. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's petty. 
sometimes you got to snap the back, but. Well, you know what? Oh, for some oh, people, you oh. do. So for some folks, you got to say, you know what? You, you you done got too high and mighty. Take some of them bags and put them in your but, your trunk or something. Peace out. Watch what happens. She but yeah, listen, but, but yeah, listen, you're right. If you're genuine, like it, if you genuinely want to give somebody, you know, the, if I genuinely want to give her that bag because I think she deserves it, then yeah, that's different. That is, but at the same time, that's not going to happen for, on the first date. I don't think she deserves a Louis bag on the first date. I don't, I don't know her. Like, she could be a criminal. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? She could she oh. turn around and stab me. For no scammer. That doesn't so, But on that the opposite end of that, she could be a criminal. But how do you think a woman feels you're taking her to the gun range? Like, what are you trying? I'm not a shooter. Like, stop trying to make me a shooter. No, nah, and that's but that's the thing. Now, with me personally, I would have, I would try to find out who, what type of person you are first before I pick a date. Like, right. gun range is kind of like I with the gun range. I probably wouldn't surprise you with that. I would tell you up front, like, hey, you know, you know, as a date, let's go on. You know, would you like to go to the gun range with me? Like, I'm going X Y Z. Let's make it a date. Let's go to the gun range. That would be the opportunity where you could say, well. You know, I'm I'm small. Like I don't want no gun. That's that's crazy. I don't I don't do guns. Then I'll say, oh okay, well, all right. Mental note: Alyssa does not like guns. Yeah. Will and I will not plan dates around that. But um, yeah. But as, just to answer the question as the you know, I guess why would I take a woman to the gun range? Because niggas are crazy. Y'all need to learn how to shoot people. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't do. care what anybody says. I'm a man, and I'm gonna say you this as a man. Y'all, ladies, from everybody going to listen to this podcast, get a gun and learn how to shoot it because some niggas need to be shot. I'm not saying kill them, but some niggas need to be shot. There's like, nothing wrong with a flesh wound. You can't start at the taser level? Like, come on. No. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. Yes, but you need to shock his nuts. Don't act scared and try to shock his hands. You need to hurt that dude because the way he acted to make you do that. You need to hurt guys so guys can start understanding that there is a serious consequence to doing crazy stuff like putting their hands on you or trying to kidnap you, rape you, molest you, all the other dumb stuff. Like, I don't agree with any of that, and it frustrates me hearing stuff like that. That's why I call guys out when I hear it. But on on the one end, yes, guys need to – we need to start doing something in our community to get other guys to stop doing that and to start, you know – nurturing them at, a, at young, our boys at a young age so that they don't grow up doing that. But at the same time, ladies, shoot them, niggas. Because if they're <laughs> stupid enough to put their hands on you, you need to be smart enough to defend yourself against that. Just a message. Somebody take me back to the range. I wasn't prepared the first time. I wasn't. I was scared. How and old were you, How old was I? Greg, this was like two years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was completely grown, but I was terrified. Mm-mm. Yeah, all right. So, so see, like, like for you, Alyssa, like instead of taking you directly to the gun range, like you know, if if now you're interested, the date now a good date would be well, let's go to a gun, let's go to a class, or let me put you up on some literature or something, you know, a video or something, make me and cause see now it's now you're starting to get more reasons as to oh, okay there's a better reason for going to the gun range than just, I like guns, bang, bang, bang. Like, no, let let me show you that it's possible for you to operate a, a firearm, even with your size. Like, you can find a caliber that, that can fit your size so that it doesn't make as big of a bang, doesn't 
it doesn't seem as intimidating in your hands. However, on the other side of that it's gun, it's still going to be just exactly. It can still be that. So, see, Alyssa, that was that's where that would go with the date. Where during the conversation beforehand, where I'm trying to get to know you and trying to take you out on a date, I would throw things out there like this so I could find out who you are. And okay, now that I've got a plan formulated, let me throw it out there in the form of in the form of inviting you on a date and see where it sticks. That's the proper way to do it. Thank you, Mills. For bring- let's 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 have a clap back. That, that's how you do it. Context clues, people. He broke down a whole date now for Alyssa. Niggas, guys, y'all gotta try. Like niggas don't try anymore. They don't and try. How do I know this? They don't. How do I know this? Because I listen to women, and what do the women say? Niggas don't try. They tell me about the dumb ways they try to take g- girls out on dates. And I just laugh, like, why would you think that would work? <laughs> and now she in your bed, complaining about why he's a bum. That's how it works. That's how it works. I, you know what? I want to take a girl out to a place out there in uh, in Charlotte Mills. It's called what is it? Um, what is it called? Like Dale Dale Frisco's? Is that what it's called? Dale Frisco's. Uh, what kind of place is it? It's like a steakhouse. Del Frisco's Double Eagle. That's what it is. Steakhouse. I heard it's real expensive. But I heard it's really good. Oh. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Oh. Yeah. What's up um, about Piedmont? I, I think it's Piedmont Road or something like that. Okay. Um, I've heard that name. Like I, I don't know why, but it just popped up on a matchbox in my like a little matchbox in my head. Um, yeah, because I want to say, aren't they, yeah, they're a, what, like a four-star steakhouse, like, uh, Ruth Chris and Sullivan? Yeah. It's, it's up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I heard, it's, it's, heard it's okay. expensive, but I heard it's really good. The service is, like, immaculate. So, definitely okay. want to try that out. Fellas, also, know your pockets. <clears throat> now, when I say that, how can I say this nicely? No, forget that. I'm not going to say it nicely. If you broke, don't go to certain places. Matter of fact, you should just cook the first date or any date if your money isn't there. There's nothing wrong with that. This goes back to what I was saying first, which is, um, what did I say? Context clues? Oh, yeah. Um, picking your dates wisely. Like, you right. start, no, setting the early. If you buy her Del Frisco day one, and you never buy her Del Frisco, and you know every day after that it's the dollar menu. I feel like she has every right to one day ask you, like, "Hey, why don't we do something more than this?" You know, and what then do you if you get to the at table? it, then... <laughs> what do you bring to the table, <laughs> sir? Shut up. <laughs> that's right. probably the best. But that's the best of stuff that happened like that, then I guess. But you are definitely right, though. Like, I mean, they're going like, mm, what's going on? We had Del Frisco's, now we had Wendy's. Four for four, four now? I mean, even it doesn't even got to be as bad as Wendy's. Like, don't take me to Fridays. Are you kidding me? Is there Fridays? You don't like, the, uh, Jack, you don't like the Jack Daniels barbecue sauce? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's not ideal <laughs> for a 2021 date. Fridays and Chili's, like, y'all got to chill. Get creative. We could have went to a park. We could have went to one of those like 
botanical garden. If you ain't got it for the restaurant, you need to get creative because that is just like at this point trashy. Do not do it. So the four for four is cool, but the two for twenty is out the way. Hold on, let me hit that. I didn't say Wendy's was cool. I'm just saying like Wendy's (laughs) like I'm just saying like to take it a step under like the fancier restaurant. I didn't want you to take it all the way down to Wendy's. I'm saying like you know, like get creative, like People are so unaware of like just like the local spots in your city. Like you got to go get like some really cute chicken wings from like a local place. Support, shop local, eat local, get creative, get some ice like, cream. You could get you a nice two for twenty, and then go to the go watch Shakespeare in the park. Oh lord! You know what I like doing? Get you a, get you a nice uh, twenty fifteen dollars shoot, not even fifteen. You can spend uh, $10 and get you a really good bottle of wine from Food Lion and take your two for 20 from Friday, get you a blanket, whack, go throw it on the That's front lawn. for me. If we're going to do Fridays, just give me the drink menu because I'm already stressed. I can't. Wow. <laughs> i tell you what I like doing. It's not a, I mean, I call it a date because it's fun. I can talk to you and you get to watch something cool. I like to get donuts and get somebody and I like going to the uh, airport. You know the private jet area and watch the planes take off. It's very peaceful. That's what That's I like. Cute. It is very cute. Nobody That's does just, that. That's why we could do like you know. No one does. I, I would have never thought of doing that. That's different. Put y'all on. Like, like I could rubber. watch them, but I wouldn't have thought to go to the private lounge and do it. That's. Hmm. It's a fa- it's right. a vibe, especially like on a Friday night when everybody's taking off and. Cause you know people don't do that. They don't. They don't go out there and watch the planes take off. You know, you can go out there, have your couple drinks, eat some donuts, eat some ice cream, whatever like that. You know, talk about their day, how crappy it was. You know, oh this and this and that. You know, rub on some thighs and whatever happens, happens. Try that, Alyssa, for your next date. You said what? Try that for your next date. Um, yeah, when, whenever that's, that's going to be, so I don't know when that's going to be, so. <laughs> Never at this point. So, Alyssa, could a guy really, like, that was trying to get with you, like, for a first date, say, hey, let's, let's go watch, the, let's go, let's go get, you know, a couple bottles, or let's go get a drink or two, and let's go watch the planes, let's go, let's go watch the planes take off and land at the airport. I mean, I would love that. Like, Greg knows I'm quirky, so I would be down. Like, I'm cool with stuff like that. Could the frog like, guy no from issue. McDonald's do that? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he keep telling that? Because I'm, I'm like, just saying, like, like, you know, can <laughs> can any guy do that, or is it a certain guy can do that? Like, I feel like the fry guy from McDonald's, not only did he get my number, I feel like he's also in my DM because he keeps coming back. Like, Wow. Trying to let you know when the McDonald's come back. Lord, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, low key, like the fry guy might be the diamond in the rough. You he know, might. and I hate to dismiss it. He might be, you know, the diamond in the rough. I mean, if he was doing all of that in creative, I might. You know, low key, I might. That's all I want to know. Was it just a certain guy? Or was it any guy? Thank you. Like, that could take me there? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I don't think, I mean, it just depends. 
like, you know, that's a big thing with women. I feel like a lot of times we ignore our intuition. Somewhere private like that, if I get a weird feeling, I probably wouldn't go. Um, but if I felt like I had really good vibes with this person, I felt some certain level of trust with them, I would go. But I, I could imagine that would be like a very private, one-on-one intimate like kind of setting. But I wouldn't want to just go there with like just a complete stranger. Mm, gotta be a couple dates in with that right and that's what i was about to say yeah that might be good for like for me personally like like that might be good for a date one or two not one excuse me like two or three mm. but like kind of like going back to like the whole gun range deal like if i know i'm not out here capping you know like i might not want to be out and about gallivanting by myself random places this is true okay I just had to know for myself. That's all. Because I do know a frog that I think is amazing. After I posted your picture on Instagram. And um, <laughs> it is not McDonald's. Not but, you know, Burger King is it's about the same level, right? So, I'm going to tell him to hit you up. Right? No? Yes. Tell him you got to. He's 28. Cooks fries. See, it doesn't sound the same, does it, Mills? He got to be. He got to be creative and bring his A game. He he could. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, that's all. the 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 question the question isn't does he smell like uh, French fries. The question is can he keep her distracted enough to where she doesn't think about that. No, I highly doubt it. Because Alyssa's gonna think he does cook fries all day. My thing is like I'm not that judgmental of a person. I really don't think I'm judgmental. I feel like if I'm dating somebody and like they've already got to the level where I actually feel comfortable dating them, they've already passed some certain level of my own mental test of whether or not I even want to waste my time or feel like I'm wasting my time. Because if I feel like I'm wasting my time, it's a no-go anyway. So that's scratched. But um, That is not true. Like, I just feel like... <laughs> you said that's not true. That not... Alyssa, don't let me tell the story. <laughs> First of all, you know, that's not fair to judge me off of my past entanglements. That is not fair. Uh... I have a newer attitude. I'm refreshed. I'm renewed. Okay. 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 But, but yeah, I just feel like, you know, I want to at this stage of the game, like I want to interact with people that I feel my best self with. As well you should. I'm I'm on the same wave right now. As long as she's not a pedestrian, <clears throat> I'll be okay. What about you, man? Greg, your soulmate could be somewhere walking. She just need a ride. Well, I suggest you get a ride. <laughs> I I can't wrap my. I, I don't ask for a lot oh. from people. I don't ask for. I don't ask for really nothing really. <laughs> the one thing I ask for is for you to have a car. Is that bad? Okay. I guess this is why literally people are like, what do you bring to the table? It better be a vehicle. I don't know. 
I don't ask that you cook, do you clean, you know, because I can do all that myself. I just want you to have a nice every a job. Or like Mill say, you in school, you doing stuff like that, and and a car. Now, oh, and a flat stomach. There you go. That's it. That's all. That's all. Nothing big. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So since since we're asking Alyssa about jobs and how low would she go, Greg, oh. with cars, how willing to go? Can she have a hoopie? Like, can it be like? Can it be a Buick? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Can it be a, like a Mercury Sable with no doors? Do they make those <laughs> with a two tone hood? Come on. What a, what a Mercury Sable! Look, I can't help what you drive. All I know is you can get around because you can always upgrade. You know, but if that's your car, you love that car. It is what it is. Just believe she but is fine. Her- just you got to get from point A to point B. That's all you require. That's all I really need. Even if you got a scooter and it's your scooter, you can get there. You pay money for that scooter. You're not going to get but so far, but, hey, you're trying. A for effort. Just have a car, man. Everything else can work out. It doesn't have to be the newest car. It doesn't have to be the fastest car, Is but it's yours. That's it. Now that don't mean coming to me with your car sounding like no, no. I'm need you yeah, a, little, a little better than that, but come on. Can she have a jalopy? Can, can she have the Beverly Hillbillies jalopy that you can hear it backfiring from two miles away? No, you, you can't have that in 2021. <laughs> I thought I mean, you only had to get from point A to point B. Right, but come on. Point, I mean, but how fast does that car go? Uh, faster than her feet. That is true. I'll take the jalopy then. You're right. I, 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 I'm mistaken. I'll take the jalopy. Point A to All point right, B. I think that's... Because it's never going to happen, but hey, if it had to, it is what it is. I would say ladies don't be afraid to get that salvage title car, but I look, you feel like a good amount of them get, already have those. We kind <laughs> so of. They, uh, never mind. That's Everybody shady. Has, <laughs> yeah, it it was, have notions about women? It's what? As, as soon as I said it, I realized it. So that's why I'm back. Then. Yes, I, that's terrible. I'm, I said it was 2020. Uh, and a lot of women I'm, do. A lot of women out there whip in 2021. Oh, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 20, uh, All them scammers. You're right. Either the car or the APR rate that they got on that um, loan to get it. Because <sighs> most of the time it's both. But that's a different conversation. That is true. Um, but nah, I agree. You are like, really coming for women. Oh, this no, you have to. I like to back up our ladies because, no, you know, that's a common misconception that women have bad credit. Like, let's not go there. I don't think he's uh, saying that. I want women in the 700 club. I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't cut gender, honestly. As far as credit, I wouldn't cut that down to gender line. I think it's equal men and women that have good and bad credit. Mm-hmm. I just think it's people. Honestly, I think it's people. Like, I think the average person in general doesn't have the greatest credit. I wouldn't put that on women. There are a bunch of, bro- there are a bunch of guys I know that get right. horrible. I mean, 
horrible APR interest rates. So yeah, I wouldn't put that on women. I just meant I just meant in general. But yeah, um, go back. Yeah, I, I agree with Greg. I mean, if, if she has a car, then that I feel like that's an achievement in itself because cars aren't cheap. So like even the even the brokest car you can get is still going to cost you a couple hundred dollars. And while that may not seem a lot, if you were to lose a couple of hundred dollars instantly, like you, like it dropped out of your pocket and you didn't realize for hours later and you were in a different city, you'd be a little bothered. So yeah, it, it's, it's, it's an achievement. I mean, the same reason, but it's an achievement. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yours. Yeah. I can't knock with yours, you know, cause it's yours. You can be saving up for a better one. But you got one. Have you ever dated somebody without a car? This this is stressful. Uh, I don't think I have. It's a very stressful thing. You always got to go pick them up. And they never live near you. They're always about 20 minutes <laughs> out. Like, this is terrible. Like, And then when then when you finally hit, it's not it don't even feel right. Not in the same feeling no more. Because they walk all the time, you know that freak. No, see? <sighs> we just always around to to get it. Like that's the problem with y'all. Y'all literally where are the standards. Wait, what? Like you can't be talking about the fact that you don't have a car, but then you waiting around to actually get it. Well, okay, see, Alyssa, I'm about to say something. Um, I'm gonna get it regardless. But um, that's one thing. <laughs> this I'm I'm gonna get it regardless. I deserve it now because I gotta pick you. I feel like I feel like a chauffeur. I gotta pick you up, you know. Not and I gotta take you to work sometimes, you know, because you late. You know, what I'm saying like what? Like, no, that's not on my schedule. I can do that a couple times. I can do that every day. First of all. I have a car, but if a man was to take me to work, if I was in the office, I would appreciate that. I love to be chauffeured every now and then. Thank you, chauffeured. Like you just said, chauffeured. Every now and then, because you have a car. Imagine you didn't have a car and you had to get to work and you couldn't work from home. Then what? I'm prideful. I would call it Uber. Okay, well, at, at this time, Uber wasn't even out. So, that's how long ago this was. So, yeah. It's a little different back then. Like iPhone, like you got an iPhone though. Like it's, it's amazing. You got Jordans, but you're walking. You're a pedestrian. You gotta walk with the drip, man. No, don't walk with the drip. That makes more, that that don't even make sense to me. How you got Jordan Fresh J's on walking to the bus stop? The priority. Those aren't the right shoes to walk in, first off. They are definitely not. You need some new balances or some ASICs. <laughs> you need something like that, you know, Reebok. Like, you know, something that was actually in something that was actually in the walking category in the shoe store you bought them in. Right. Not the basketball section. You wearing basketball shoes and you ain't either. Right. It's it it's terrible. And yes, Alyssa, I'm gonna get it. That's just me. Am I wrong for saying that, Alyssa? I don't think so. Mm, whatever. Ooh, she doesn't like that, Mills. 
It's okay. Um, it's all right. Alyssa, don't you feel that way sometimes? If if you take a guy, if you ever took a guy out and, you know, y'all had a good time, do you not think he deserves that? Never. I never feel like anybody deserves any part of me. Like, you don't deserve this. This is something that is my choice. Wait, wait, wait. There's no alive that should, that you feel should be able to say Alyssa owes me sex. Absolutely not. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, I wish a man would tell me that. He'd be on my block list. I told a lot of people that. Matter of fact, we had an episode about this about five episodes ago. Huh? We that's why I brought it up. <laughs> yeah, like nobody could tell me that. Like real talk. Like if you take me out, you spend your money, you did that because you wanted to. I didn't require that. Like oh, okay. we're still getting to know each other. Okay, you're right, you're right. Now 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 there's a reason. It's it's not because we took you out. It's it's the whole for me at least, it's the whole uh we have fun. We've been doing good. Then all of a sudden, you leave to go deal with somebody else because you thought they were better. Then you realize they weren't nothing, and you came back. And you thought everything was going to be all nice and dandy. Yes, you owe me. And I'm here to collect. Like today. Absolutely not, Phil. It is on my own accord. I just no. So, Alyssa, you mean to tell me Cause you know me, uh, a certain person that we both know, who was the flaking queen, <laughs> does not owe me. I will still say she does not. It's up to her. Uh, it's up to that individual. It's an individual decision. Like the what it comes down to is that that's what I said earlier. The expectation. You have to remove the expectation. Therefore, you will not be disappointed. Like my thing is that. You could go out with somebody, it could be a watch. You could never hear from that person again, or you could talk to them two or three more times after that. That doesn't mean that it's going to guarantee a positive outcome in the way that you want it to be. Like, that's just my perspective. I can understand from the male mind, which I very seldomly understand, you know, that you all might feel like someone should be inclined to do that. But ultimately, it's their decision, it's their choice, it's their body. Mm-hmm. And look at them now. I still win. <laughs> I did tell him. I said, you know what, man? For you doing what you're doing, and and you know, you you come back around like nothing's wrong. And you, you look good. You're a little bigger than usual. Your lips a little black. Uh, yeah. I'm 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 gonna have to collect. It's only fair. She laughed, but you know she's still around. There you go. Yeah, it's it's a it's a way of life, Alyssa. The same way women want us to cash up them all the time just to talk to them. It's a price. Like my time ain't important. Right, exactly. Alyssa, your time is important. Why isn't my time important? Yeah, very much so. I just uh, I don't know. I see that differently. When that guy took you to the gun range that you know what you should have said, you know what? You owe me a Birkin. This is not a date. 
Mm-mm. But you didn't not say that. Not a Birkin, wow. Yes, you should, should say, you owe me a Birkin. This is not a date. Spend as much money as you spent on that, on the bullets and the gun. And scheduling. And buy that Birkin. Because your time is valuable. And he should know not to take you out there. Well, the Birkin's a big person, but I mean, hey, more power to him. Out to some people, yeah. How much is a Birkin? How much is a Birkin going for these days? 20000 I think. So you know the price of the Birkin, huh? <laughs> I see what's going on. That was a quick, I thought we had to Google that for a minute. Nah, no, we got, don't. That bookmark, right? <laughs> 20 racks for a Birkin. <laughs> Good job, Alyssa. I'm just informing your listeners, okay? <laughs> Let's give a shout out to Alyssa <laughs> for beating Google. Good give them, give them my knowledge. I think we've uh, we said a lot today, so uh, I think we're gonna go ahead and go ahead and shut this down. Uh, any last remarks from anybody? No Stop dating broke people. Stop. Please. Stop. Please stop. Everybody. And just so everyone, just so everyone that's listening is clear, that's not gender related. That's... Everybody should stop dating broke people, period. <laughs> Regardless right. of gender. Right. Thank you. Because people are so specific these days, you got to be sure. Stop asking, stop asking what you bring to the table and ask, what did you tell your therapist yesterday? Or did you wash today? Or did, or did you wash? So many people are in relationships with people but can't tell me when the last time their significant other washed their hand. And it's very embarrassing. You know, a woman once told me that her sister-in-law has not went down on her husband because he doesn't wash good enough down there. That that makes her look bad. Just, that was that makes her look bad. Just because why don't you you care about your husband? Why don't you tell him to clean himself? Like, Not even just because you want to go, but that's a health thing. Like, shouldn't you want your significant other to you know live and be healthy? Yeah, like think about it. It's it's August. Like he might have March funk on him still. You know that's like fungus now, Ooh. right? Almost the because the question was, you know, he why well, I should go down on my husband, uh, but he doesn't wash thoroughly. I said, wow, that's disgusting. Whore. What do you think, Alyssa? No comment. I've never experienced that type of terrible life. Did you say terrible life? <laughs> I couldn't imagine. It sounds like a horror movie. Alyssa, would you tell your man what he needs to wash if you smell that he needs to wash? I mean, first of all, I have no poker face, so I would be dead literally <laughs> on arrival. It just would not even get to that point. I would just, ah, and just probably die on the spot. So it wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine But that unfortunately. <laughs> You're going to pass out, but he's still going to think when you wake up because you ain't telling the wash. Right. He's not going <laughs> to think the wash. When I wake up, I'm going to be like, 
are you kidding me? Like, did you go to the gym and you, like, my thing is, like, I have word vomit. So, like, say if I'm smelling somebody's armpit, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, are you okay? What is that? I'm probably going to say something like that just because that's like no. my human reaction. Like, <laughs> what the heck? Like, ah, I'm, I'm under attack. Well, you're you know, supposed like, to know. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how I feel about those type of things. Like, I have, like, a really keen sense of smell. Like, so it just would take me off. So, no, I, Fellas, don't go around a list of smelling like raw chitlins down there. You will not get what you want. That's a fact. There you go. Ugh, my stomach. That right. sounds so nasty, dude. Raw chitlins. Good girl. That's that's rough. And, uh, <sighs> fellas, ladies, ladies don't want to smell your balls through your jeans. So, you know, take care of yourself. Hey, that's another level of raw. That's 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 different. I you know what? Yeah. Also, women that um before somebody comes over, you should definitely wash. You know, because I don't want to smell a nine to five stench on you. <laughs> I, I've I've had that happen before, and it's just disgusting. Like, how do you expect me to love you when you smell like you've been sitting down all day, sweating and moist? You smell like a dirty sponge, like. Where do you all meet these people? I'm concerned. Dermot They're your coworkers. <laughs> yeah, they are your coworkers too. <laughs> They're a lot closer than you think. Wow. I mean, I'm saying, I'm Alyssa. Come on now, come on. You know how it is sometimes. You know, you working out and everything like that, and you got the. You might not know, but yeah, some girls got that the the. The potent odor. You know, there's a difference between working and working out. I mean, <laughs> let's see what. I mean, hey. Still uh, a stench. And you know, she had the nerve to tell me, I, well, guys like that sometimes. Just, uh, wait, hold on. Hit Rumba. What? There we see, go. Stuff like that makes me say, what guys and why haven't you married one of them yet? Exactly. So, so shut that shit up. Like, don't try to throw out there, oh, well, guys like it. Like, aren't you single? So, what, okay, so it wasn't, it wasn't that. So what else about you is wrong that, that they didn't like? Because why aren't they here? That is, that is true. These are things you got to discuss with. Communication is the key. Uh, we got to start having open conversations conversations with the same gender as well because I, I I mean you know I'm pretty sure if you know a woman was sitting up if this same woman was sitting in the room with Alyssa and having a conversation she'd find out at least Alyssa and some other women don't do that and actually look at you like crazy <laughs> as the no what, what do you, Shawty what do you mean he said the first lick was like battery acid that's not good oh. like no you gotta do wow wow oh uh, that, that, wait, and then I gotta hit it with that too. Oh, God, battery acid. Alyssa, more conversations with women. You'd be surprised when you find out some of them, the first lick got a little clang to it. I'm antisocial. This is probably one of the reasons why I am because I couldn't bear to have these conversations and keep a straight face. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> 
I wish I could see my face. Very disappointed. Just, just wash. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with taking a little, a little whole bath. Please just wash. No halitosis. Please wash. Don't break. Don't uh. Don't date broke people. Uh, be creative if you if you are broke. Um, you know. And pray for discernment. Yeah, you can do that too. I guess. No, do that. <laughs> Alyssa, go ahead and tell them about your business you got going on. Okay. Well, I think we talked about this before, but I can reiterate. So, of course, I'm starting a lash line or overall beauty line. I'm launching in September of this year. So, next month, yay. Stay posted. Follow me on Instagram. You can follow me at Alyssa Denise Beauty. And yeah, I'll be sending out updates, products, and et cetera. So don't miss the launch. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Mills, what you got going on? Food truck. So oh, oh. we got one up in the Raleigh Durham area. Um, for anybody who's listening, you may have seen it. Uh, it's with the restaurant Purple Cabbage. Uh, their Instagram title is at eatperp, E-A-T-P-U-R-P. If you see them around, check them out. Um, where you, I've actually got the second truck in my front uh, on my driveway uh, as we speak. So I'm going to get that together, and I'll be launching that down here in Charlotte. So stay tuned. Sounds good. And um, I guess that's what I'm doing. I'm starting a new brand. Uh. 2 a.m. Andreas will drop September. I'm going to wait till after Alyssa drops hers before I drop mine for the uh, fall and winter collection. And uh, you can follow them on 2 a.m. Andreas. So I'm going to spell it out. 2 a.m. I-N-D-R-A-I-S. If y'all want to follow it. So, uh, yeah, man, we're going to do some good things. Me and Larry got some things coming up next year. For the Tampa people. I mean, Alyssa got something going on next month, is it, Alyssa? Is that when we're doing it? I think so. I, I think we're going to do the Homebody Brunch next. We're going to do some YouTubing. Get some good stuff going on up there. For everybody that wants to do brunch at home or have these ideas, we're going to put something out there for you people. And uh, we hope you guys love it. And, uh, yeah, this has been another night show podcast episode this is a little bit longer than what i'm used to actually but i enjoyed it myself did y'all enjoy yourselves yeah 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 definitely some good definitely some good dialogue some good perspective right right it was and still we need you to watch so mouth body all that so y'all have a good one peace